Welcome to BSD Talk, number 87. It's Sunday, December 10, 2006. This weekend was the first BSD convention in Santiago, Chile. So if anyone attended that conference and wants to get in touch with me, it would be wonderful to do an interview and hear how that convention went. And I guess while I'm asking for favors... If anyone out there knows anyone or has any contacts in the Savin or Rico printer company, I'd really be interested in talking with somebody there. We actually have some Savin photocopier printer multifunction devices at the company where I work, and those actually run NetBSD in them. So it'd be really interesting to speak to some people in their either their engineering departments or their programming departments to hear about that. So, all right, now on to the interview. Today on BSD Talk... We're speaking with FreeBSD developer Joseph Koshi. Welcome to the show. Hi. And the main reason that I wanted to speak to you today was about the project that you've been working on called LibElf. Could you describe what that is? Yeah. LibElf is an implementation of the System 5 ELF3 and GLF3 API. It's a low-level library which allows you to write applications that can read and write ELF files. Uh, in a cross-platform or cross-architecture way. It will handle the low-level details of byte swapping, you know, to change between big-endian and little-endian representations, and it, it knows about how to lay out ELF files for the target architecture and things like that. So that's what LibELF is. So could you describe what the ELF format is and how it's used in Unix systems? ELF is the format uh, for object files, you know, the when you compile a C program or any other source, source whichever your preferred language is, you normally get relocatable object. That is something that consists of not quite it's machine code, but with a lot of extra information that helps you, that helps a linker to finally assemble stuff into an executable that the OS can run. So this is what the format for these files is what ELF is. It's called Extensible Linking Format, if I remember it right. And this is the format that replaced A out, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, there were a number of reasons for that. It uh, supports more uh, more of the you know modern features that you expect uh, from a modern OS, like dynamic linking. It supports these things better. Do all the major versions of Unix support the ELF format? As I think so. Linux does... Um, NetBSD, I think, does OpenBSD. I'm not sure of FreeBSD does. I think OpenBSD too. Basically, anyone's uh, any OS that's using the GNU toolchain, I think, would end up, you know, more or less migrating to ELF. And you you GNU mentioned the the GNU toolchain. How does LibELF relate to the GNU toolchain? Well, it's the lowest level of binutils. I think there's a library called LibBSD. I think that stands for binary file descriptor, I think. So this is somewhat of a replacement for that. So it's it's very low level. LibElf is fairly low level in that sense. And what prompted you to write something to replace that? Basically, I, I'm writing a set of performance tools for FreeBSD. 
the PMC tools project. I wanted it to be able to do profiling, performance measurements and profiling in a cross-architecture way. I wanted these tools to be able to analyze uh, performance data being collected on and from a machine with a different architecture as, as you know, compared to where the analysis tools were being run. So for that, you need to go and look inside the, you know, inside executables and things like that. So I had a choice of writing yet another ad hoc ELF parser. There are a lot of them in the tree. And I thought that's not the right thing to do. So I looked around for some standard, you know, in quote standard API to use. And I didn't find a BSD license library. I found the Sysv API. So I thought, okay, let me implement this. And there are a lot of other tools in the FreeBSD tree which could use this API now and clean up the code and make it a little more robust and things like that. And it so turned out that the dtrace effort also benefits from having a libelf. So that was a benefit, side benefit. So the BSD license was important to you? Yes, because I'd like these tools to be in the base system. And for that, we need a BSD license, uh, as much of a BSD license as possible. And how feature complete is libelf at this point? I have implemented about most of the APIs. I'm still testing them, um, writing a test suit side by side with the code. Well, actually, the code's done. The test suit lagged a bit because I sort of lost discipline at that point and went and finished the code. <laughs> so, yeah, so it is feature complete. There may be bugs. And there are a lot of the API itself is fairly well documented in the manual pages from Sun, but uh, there are implementation quirks which, uh, which you know, if you're trying to port over code from, say, Solaris or something like that, like uh, John is doing for the D-Trace work, there might be some unspecified behaviors or, you know, implementation quirks, so those things will come out and we'll fix them as they come. So, but basically it's usable. And are you testing it across all architectures that are supported by FreeBSD? Yes, whatever I have uh, machines to run on. So that's basically the i386, AMD64, and a Spark machine. And are you planning on replacing any other parts of the GNU tool chain? Not immediately, but the, that, the way is open if anyone wants to do that. That would be nice. At least the, um, the binary manipulation utilities like NM, Strip, and stuff like that, those could be rewritten using libelf today. Things like LD are much more complicated. So because and the complexity is not coming from the L format, it's from the kind of thing it's trying to do. So those are harder of course. And how did you first get involved in working with FreeBSD? Oh I started using it uh, in ninety four or so and sort of joined the mailing list and I like the community. And sometime in ninety six I sent in a patch. I think it was for an Ethernet driver, and David Greenman committed it, so I was hooked. Then after that, I kept on. I mean, I sent in patches for CTM or something, and I think it was PHK who recommended me for a commit bit, and I joined up in '98, I think. So I've been around since then. And are you using FreeBSD just personally, or do you also use it in your work life? Since '94, I've been using it as my primary work, uh, you know, my desktop. And of course, all the machines at home run FreeBSD. So yeah, I, I don't. I've looked at others, 
Linux and all once in a while, but I keep coming back to FreeBSD. And are you working on any other projects besides LibElf? LibElf was a part of the main PMC tools work, performance measurement tools one, so that's that's the you know, the underlying theme that's going on. Well, are there any other topics that you wanted to talk about today? Yeah, I'd like, I mean, once LibElf is done, sort of, once it's mature, I definitely welcome porting it to the other BSDs. And I think if you're going to do a BSD license tool chain, then it probably needs to be a collaborative effort. So it's useful for everybody. So once it comes to that, it would be nice to have a, you know, more BSD licensed low-level tools available. Well, thank you very much for speaking with me today. Thank you, Will. All right. Okay. Thank you. If you'd like to leave comments on the website or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. Or if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 87.